from the Kibble Center overlooking Washington Square Park in New York City for today's episode of Where RA Now, a podcast dedicated to catching up with former RAs of NYU and hearing where their journey of life has taken them since the glory days of New York University. I'm the host, Tom Ellett, and I serve as the Senior Associate Vice President of Student Affairs. And as you'll hear, Washington Square Park is booming with musicians in the background and renovation upstairs in Kimmel. So while we're doing all those things, I'd like to welcome today's guest, Ryan Miller, who served as an RA for the 2013 through 2015 academic years, working under the careful supervision of Danielle Demoff, Stephen King, and Sarah Shields as RHADs, splitting that up, at Brittany Hall, the home of the ghost. We'll hear about the great things that have happened in his life after being an RA. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure is all mine. Well, it's good to hear from you. Ryan, where are you right now? I am in my apartment in Los Angeles. I moved to California right after graduation, very much on a whim, and have been here ever since. And things are going well. Things are going really well. Uh, Can't complain. The first year out of graduation had its ups and downs as I figured out the post-grad adult life, but the past two years have truly been a blessing and have been wonderful developing a life in California. What was it like after you graduated? You said you had a year of transition. So how was it for you? You graduate on a high, then the real world faces you right there in front of you. It was an interesting experience. I had grown up on the East Coast. I grew up in Pittsburgh and then went to college in New York, obviously. And then as I neared the end of my senior year, having been a film and television student at the Tisch School of the Arts, there was a nagging curiosity in the back of my head as to what my life might be like if I moved out to Los Angeles, which is a city that I had only been to for vacation with my family when I was much younger and then had been outside of for a job over a summer in college. But I decided near the end of my senior year to pack a few suitcases and see what life could be like when I moved to the opposite coast and a new place and try to build a life for myself in a new city. So I landed in Los Angeles a week after I graduated from NYU and spent the first year moving from apartment to apartment that I found on Craigslist, hopping from employment opportunity to employment opportunity to really find my footing, develop a social circle, and uh, develop a life and be able to pay my own bills and get stable employment and meet new people. And it was a really interesting transition year, full of challenges, but I'm really proud and happy to have taken those risks right after graduation and have landed in a really good place. So Ryan, tell us what are you doing in terms of your career right now? I have worked for a corporate video and commercial production company since the end of 2015. Right now, I work under our creative director in the creative department. So I am tasked with writing treatments and scripts and then directing corporate videos for a wide array of brands, everyone from Coldwell Banker to Mattel to Red Bull. And I have 
played a variety of roles at this company over the past two and a half years, but have uh, ended up very recently being promoted to either associate creative director. And our creative director actually graduated NYU in the early 90s and took me under his wing as a fellow NYU alum while we had been on the road on other projects together. Back to Washington Square Park. You're an RA in Brittany, home of the ghost. What made you want to be an RA? I wanted to be an RA since the first week that I was a freshman, honestly. I moved to New York City not knowing anyone, and my entire family had lived in and around the Pittsburgh area, and no one from my family ever really moved away. And so it was a, it was a big deal for me to move hundreds of miles away to New York City and end up in a, a place that was relatively foreign to me. I didn't know the city at all at that time, and I didn't know any fellow classmates there. And my RA at the time, Mark Levy, was so instrumental in helping me feel comfortable in that environment and bringing me and my fellow floor mates together and fostering or creating opportunities so that we could foster relationships that it immediately was something that was attractive to me and something that I knew that I wanted to do to give back because it was just so instrumental to my own ability to be comfortable in New York that I wanted to do that for other people once I once I got to that level where I felt comfortable on my own. I wanted to give back to the incoming freshman class, which is why I wanted to be a first-year RA as well and not just an upperclassman RA. And Mark was such a character. You must have lived on the fame floor, if my memory serves correct. I did, yeah. I lived on the fame floor. And that was also, I mean, just, just being on an explorations floor and uh, having such a character as Mark as my RA, it made my first year at NYU extremely memorable uh, and we we had so much fun together and some of those people that I met on my floor some of them went on to become RAs with me in Brittany Hall and some of them are still among my closest friends I'm catching up with one next week well you can do some shout outs now Give us a few shout outs to some of those colleagues of yours. <laughs> uh, so uh, on my first year floor was a psychology student, uh, Chelsea Gold. She became an RA in Brittany Hall with me. And uh, my good friend, Dylan Welch, who um, studied international relations out of the liberal studies program at NYU, is uh, someone that I'm going to be able to catch up with next week. And we've kept in touch ever since. So important to develop those relationships that, that kind of stay with you and help you through that transition of life after NYU. Tell me a little bit about what it was like to work on a staff. It was honestly a joy to work. It, and it, did, it came with its own challenges to live and work with your staff in the same building. But we became a tight-knit community. Um, the Brittany Hall staff spent so much time together and got along so genuinely well on a personal level that 
it was really wonderful on a social level, but also to have a group of supportive people around you that experience the same things that you're experiencing, that have worked through the same or similar challenges that you've experienced, and to have that community of people to bounce ideas off of and to work through challenging situations with was invaluable. It was a wonderful experience to be on a close-knit staff. And when you think about the work that you do now in commercial production, what are some of the skills that you gain from the RA position that you use on a daily basis in your job? I think more than anything, uh, the most translatable skill is when you're an RA, you are forced to sit down with and speak to everyone on your floor, which in, in the case of Brittany Hall was 40 some people on my floor and then have meetings with a wide array of other people and they all come from different backgrounds, socioeconomic, cultural, what have you. And honing the ability to be able to speak to, empathize with, and relate to people from backgrounds different than your own was hands down the most invaluable and translatable skill that I learned as an RA. And I've been so grateful for it because my job forces me to travel a lot within the United States. Uh, our corporate clients tend to want documentary style corporate videos. So I travel about a third of the year for my job and am constantly in new environments, in new cities, meeting with people who are totally different from me or who have different interests or experiences with me. And, being able to have conversations with them and relate to them and empathize with what gets them excited about their life is a skill that I developed as an RA at NYU. And ever since I've gotten this job, ever since I've been traveling for it at least, I've had to sit down with luxury real estate agents. I've had to get dinner with rugby players in Kansas and have just met uh, the whole gamut of individuals and the, just being able to be comfortable with different kinds of people is something that I definitely honed through my experiences at NYU. Did you ever think that you'd be doing the work that you're doing now, commercial production, when you left Tish? No, I didn't actually. It came very much as a surprise. I came out to LA expecting to fall into an assistant or development role at a network or studio or maybe work at an agency, which are companies that represent actors and writers and directors. But when I moved out here, I needed something stable to pay the bills immediately. And so I was working production assistant jobs, working on sets through connections that I had made at my internships in New York. And then I got a job at New York Film Academy's Burbank campus as a teaching assistant just to pay the bills. And then I kept falling more and more into the production side of things, which is not the realm that I had anticipated going into when I first moved out here. And 
then I met an assistant director on a commercial set that I was just working as a production assistant on. And turns out that he grew up in Pittsburgh. He and I bonded over that. And then he knew the CEO of the company that I now work for and passed my resume along. And I interviewed for the position needing a more stable full-time job. And I was hesitant initially to work in the commercial and corporate sphere. And ultimately, I do want to still make movies. And I write movies on the side and have been working on a few scripts of my own. But it's been a really wonderful adventure working in commercial and corporate. One, because of the travel and the wide array of different people that I get to meet but also because it's a fun storytelling challenge to try to figure out how to tell a narrative or convey emotion in 30 to 60 seconds. So say you have a student who has their sights set on a certain direction, but things aren't happening the way that you hoped. Like you said, you hit the bills and you need to get them paid. So at what point do you change your direction a little bit to get where you want to, especially in the entertainment world? I would say that you have to be open to not giving up on your ultimate ambitions, but going where life takes you and taking whatever skills you can out of the situations that you find yourself in. Our creative director, as I said, went to NYU and he ended up loving working in commercials. He worked as a freelance commercial director for 20 years before he became our creative director. And he screened a short film at NYU when he was a student and Spike Lee was there because he was a professor at the film program. And our creative director, Brian, screened his student film and Spike said to him, wow, have you ever considered directing commercials? You are really good at telling stories succinctly. And Brian at the time kind of scoffed at the notion of working in commercial production. It wasn't something that he was interested in. He wanted to make movies. But Spike Lee responded to that by saying, well, commercials will help you pay the bills and hone your craft while you're developing your movie projects. And so any experience that you can get in an aspect of the industry that you're in or the field that you want to go into, I think can be valuable. Every situation is what you make it, and you never know the unexpected skills that you'll gain in a position that could help you later on, or the different ideas that they could generate in you. I mean, part of the reason why we have so many fonts on our computers because Steve Jobs randomly decided to take a calligraphy class in college and fell in love with different, what are now type styles, and inputted them into Macintosh computers. So you can pick up skills and knowledge in areas that you might not have expected to gain them in. And it sounds like the RA position in terms of the travel and your social skills really did enhance your ability to do those things now. Oh, absolutely. Being an RA and becoming comfortable with taking experiences as they come to you and being humble enough to accept that there is no one right way to do things and that there are experiences outside of what you would be traditionally comfortable with that are extremely valuable is definitely something that I, if not learned, really became clear through my experiences being an RA. 
Outstanding. Now let me ask you a couple of fast take questions. I'll ask each question and you'll give me a quick response. Ready? Favorite NYU tradition? Uh, Brittany Hall winning the Fire Olympics two years in a row. <laughs> and they still are. <laughs> did you go abroad at all? I did not. The film program makes it challenging to study abroad your first two years. And then I spent my last two years as a first year RA and prioritized that in a way over studying abroad. But I really would have liked to. How about best dining hall? I always went to Upstein and got Chick-fil-A entirely too many times. Any celebrity sightings as an NYU student? Many. I held the door open for Alec Baldwin at Grey Dog Cafe, and he said, thank you. And he's still going there. I see him going there quite often. <laughs> Finally, what is your most memorable experience as an RA? I think that it's really hard to pin it down to one. My memory of the RA experience is the sum of many experiences. I loved the activities that I was able to do with my residents. Both years that I was an RA, I was a first-year RA for the film explorations floor, Big Apple, Big Screen. And I took my residents to Sleepy Hollow around Halloween every year. And there are wonderful big memories like that. But then I also enjoyed just sitting out in the hallway at 2 a.m. talking to my residents and making sure that they were doing okay or watching Mad Men with my residents um, in my room because they wanted to watch the show and I had TV. The big and the small memories both add up to something that I'm incredibly grateful to have done. Fantastic. Ryan, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk about your path since graduating from NYU. As always, Thank you to our listeners who can better learn about former RAs at NYU and how much they're making their dreams realities. Thanks so much, Ryan. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on here. Of course, special thanks to my engineer for this episode, Duncan Lemieux, and to the professional staff and alumni of NYU who assisted these great RAs in skill acquisition along the way. Until we chat again, never forget the importance of sitting in a small corridor with a group of friends making memories. Take care.